If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Now, unfortunately, I heard a story today um, of a young lady who got a notification uh, from their college that the college is closing down. I think it's a third-year student. And I was horrified. Um, This is a college based in the inner city of Johannesburg. Very high fees, in fact, may I just add. And there were other people to confirm the story. Now, we are not mentioning the college itself because we are still trying to get them to come and reply for themselves. So we need to give them that space. While we do that, though, I really just think it's important for us to alert um, young people, parents and so on, to make sure wherever you're taking your child that that particular institution is formally recognized. Umalusa spokesperson Biki Lipota is on the line with us. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Pinello, and uh, good evening to the listeners of your radio station, and thank you for having us. Absolute pleasure. You know, we, we keep hearing about these bogus colleges every single year. Now, we know that yourselves and Sakwa don't really have the muscle to go after them, but a sense of how prevalent this is, because you probably have some data. That's correct, um, Pinello. Um, This issue of illegal institutions or bogus colleges, as they are commonly known, is a serious issue. And it does not only start now. It has been in the system for some time now. Mm -hmm. It is for that reason that uh, on Monday, um, Umalusi, Council on Higher Education, South African Qualifications Authority, as well as the Quality Council for Trade and Occupation, we join forces uh, by organizing a joint media briefing to educate members of the public in, 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 in terms of how to identify if an institution is operating legitimately. Mm. And uh, in that briefing, as we have done before, we said before any member of the public can make a decision to decide that they will take their child to college X or institution X, they just need to do their homework. And that can be done in two ways. One, if it is an institution that uh, purports to be offering um, diplomas or degree um, programs and it's not a public university, they can go to the website of the Department of Higher Education and Training and just check because on that website they have uploaded a list of private higher education institutions that have been registered by the department and accredited by Council on Higher Education. The same is true of a college that has been accredited by Umalusi. If you want to know if your college is accredited, you simply go to the website of Umalusi mm. and uh, you click on the icon labeled list of accredited institution. If you type the name of the institution and it pops up, then it, that, that is an indication to you that the college is indeed, in, indeed accredited. Now, um, it doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. Once you are sure that the college is accredited, the next question becomes, the college is accredited to offer which program? Because mm-hmm. not all colleges are created to offer everything and anything under the sun. Mm-hmm. You'll find that college A is accredited to offer diploma in nursing, but mm-hmm. not diploma in healthcare, for example, in paramedics, for example. So that information is freely available on the website of the Department of Education Trade and of the website of Malusi, as well as the QCTO. So we just need to be vigilant uh, to do our homework before we invest our our time and money 
um, in those colleges. Mr. Lopat, one of the things that does happen, and, and I found that uh, most bogus colleges do this really, really well. In fact, when you walk in, there's already what looks like a certificate um, that authorizes them with, an, with a number and so on. That's not enough, right? Because as you said, even if there is the thing that looks like a certificate, you need to check for yourself um, that that is authentic, number one, and that whatever you want to study is part of what they're authorized to offer. That is correct, Pimelo. Um, in addition to what you are saying, it is not only the certificate um, pasted against the wall. It is also um, checking whether this college, because some colleges... Um, um, have different sides yes. of delivery. Yes. You'll find that the college is accredited to offer this diploma program in Johannesburg somewhere, ah. but they do decide to extend their scope to offer the same diploma in Durban. So by accreditation, we accredit you to offer this program at this particular site of delivery. So so that is another thing that members of the public have got to check. Now I didn't know um, that. To I, I didn't know that that sometimes the you are accredited as a college to offer this particular program also regionally, not just that you are accredited to offer it, but the region must also be checked. Correct. Sure. Because if you go to the website that I've referred to, they will tell you that this college X is accredited for this program to offer the program at this site. Mm. And in addition to this site, to also offer it at site C somewhere in the country. Mm. And college is accredited to offer at all those sites. Mm. So accreditation is per site. So that is very important. And some of these bogus colleges do exactly that. Mm. They approach either Umalusi or the CHE with a request to get accredited for, let's say, diploma in nursing. Mm-hmm. And they get that accreditation status, and they then decide on their own to extend their scope. That is what we call illegal offering. Hmm. Okay. I've got a caller here, Dr. Lopota. Um, Gahiso is calling from Rondebolt. Thank you so much for calling, Gahiso. Good evening. Good evening, Austin. Uh, Hi. Good. Welcome. Uh, welcome. Uh, Linda Malusi. You know the sad part uh, about people flapping into these uh, bogus colleges. Sometimes we feel sorry, but I sometimes don't feel sorry mm-hmm. because our people are so quickly while they achieve at colleges that offer better and low-cost qualifications, you know? Uh, people, they just want to go to town. They don't care if the institution is registered or not. You they know, just want... Kachiso, I think you bring up such an important point because, Mr. Lopata, you would, you would know that I have found it absolutely surprising that many of these colleges are not actually cheap, you know, contrary to what you would expect. They're not cheap at all. That is correct, uh, Timelo. And uh, one of the main reasons why these private colleges are not cheap is because uh, those that are accredited and are operating legitimately do not receive subsidy from government. That is what makes um, them different uh, from public colleges in terms of uh, tuition fees. So, but uh, the point that the caller is making is a very important one. As we continue to urge members of the public, we do that. We say, please, before you make a decision, do your homework and it is very easy even if you do not have access to the internet 
in almost every district or region of our country there are what we call um, 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 the regional offices of the department of education where they can, where members of the public can simply go and uh, just check with them and that those officials should be able to assist uh, members of the public to check whether a college is registered because there are two things a college must first be registered mm-hmm. and then once they are registered they must approach either umalusi or CHE or the QCTO for accreditation. Some colleges are registered, but they have not yet been accredited. Mm. So there are two processes. You, the college will display the registration number with the relevant education authority, and then the accreditation number with either Umalusi or the CHE. So, so, so this is very important for the members of the public to understand how to identify um, if college X um, is accredited or not. Then there are those colleges which sort of say that they are here to assist matriculants who probably didn't do well the previous year and and they have the system where they can write their matric after three months, after six months, after a year, but it's only for that. How do we identify um, whether that is a, a, a proper institution or not? Yeah, those so we, we call them second chance um, centers where learners go and um, get uh, assisted with either tuition or other things. But what the process is that if you didn't do well in the last examination cycle, you then go to the school where you 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 you, you wrote the exams and then you enroll yourself for the mid-year exams because the examinations will start in May June. Mm-hmm. So and then that's where you will get this information in terms of um, the facilities where you can um, go and uh, get assisted um, with um, these enrichment programs and and so on and so on. So the school should be able to provide you with information. We know that there are private um, institutions in inverted commas that um, are in existence out there which say we will assist learners to do better in metric exams compared to how they did in in the previous years. But those don't come cheap. But to be safe, we continue to advise anybody who's interested in, in their results to check with the schools where they wrote, to check with the district offices, to check with provincial offices, and to check with the National Department of Basic Education. What happens in the instant, uh, I was just relaying a story earlier on, where maybe a college did register, was accredited, but suddenly wakes up and decides we no longer are offering this particular qualification. What happens there where there has been no notice for for learners who were in the college, they've lost time and money and, and are in the wilderness? Can the system absorb them somewhere else? Well, thanks for the question. That's a very, very strange, um, a very strange um, um, happening situation because once a college is accredited, the relevant quality council, whether it is Umalusi or the CHE, they do what we call monitoring periodically. And uh, whenever issues get picked up, there are discussions between the quality council and the college. And when the, co- if the college does realize now that in the next two years or three years, we will no longer be offering this program or we will be shutting our doors. There should be that constant engagement with the community, the college community, by, by college community, we're talking about learners and the parents alike as well as the quality council concern. It is not something that you can simply wake up tomorrow and say we are now shutting our doors. So so, so, so there, there are this constant engagement. But if something like that happens, 
Um, I because I do not know this, we do not have the specific details of yes. this particular calls, but I'm just outlining the process. Mm-hmm. But when something like that happens, people should be suspicious about what should be happening at that um, particular institution. What we'll do, we'll forward you those details. I just didn't want to go public with it because we do need to give them the right of reply. But um, this is something that um, we that was flagged today. And so we'll, we'll give you those details. And perhaps once we've sorted that out, we'll then publicly then announce it. We, we then have students who unfortunately find themselves having gone through uh, a college. Um, they think they've qualified. They, in fact, have what looks like a certificate and lo and behold somehow they are forced to come to you for whatever reason to check and it doesn't exist what happens with those colleges or is is there any way that those students can be adopted by another college uh, that is accredited by you is there an intervention there of sorts well i will answer your question in two ways yes and no Mm -hmm. No, if a college was not accredited, then it continued to admit students into non-existent programs. Mm. You see, and yes, if a college has not has, is, is legitimately accredited and it's operating legitimately and it has been in constant communication with the relevant quality council, whether Malusi or the CHC, so in two, three years' time, we are intending to shut um, 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 down for these reasons. There will be what we call transitional arrangements to say what should happen to the learners who are already in the system and when you stop taking new learners so that we can get everybody out of the system. In terms of um, um, arrangements between one college and another college, that is something that um, will have to, can be done, but it will have to be done in consultation with the accrediting authority mm. um, so that um, all these things can be sorted out so that we have a clearer picture in terms of where learners who are already in the system will end up. So what are the consequences for those who actually brave it and go out there and open colleges without any uh, uh, verifications being done on what it is that they're offering without yourselves as Malusia Sakwa saying, yes, you can go ahead. What what actually happens to those colleges and the people who are running those colleges? Well, if something like that happens, they, they do that aware that they are breaking the law. So we run campaigns with our partners, including the Department of Higher Education and Training, visiting different parts of, our, of the country, um, identify or checking whether the colleges, the private colleges um, are indeed accredited. If they are not accredited, th- those matters get referred to the South African police services. They are told that you are operating illegally and you should, you should close door mm. immediately. Mm. Failing which then those matters get reported to the South African police services because we do not have um, um, legislative authority to close them. We can only report, mm. but we do enter into discussions with the owners of such institutions and the community, yeah, students and parents alike to say, we do realize that you are now associated with the college, but the college is operating illegally. And we have actually instructed, instructed them to close. Mm. Really insightful. Thank you very much for your time. I'm Malusu spokesperson there, Biki Lipota. And uh, we will get you more details of this college we were talking to you about. We'll make sure that we bring them on, let them answer for themselves, a failing which we will also escalate the matter with the relevant authorities. It's two minutes to nine. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.